and welcome to Get Flush, the world's favourite sanitation podcast. I'm Pete. So this is the very last episode of 2021, and to close out the year, I thought I'd take a few moments to look back at the episodes I've released over the past 12 months, and I have to say, it's been a great journey. Season 3 began back in February with a mini-series of episodes dedicated to the operational aspects of running a portable restroom operation. The first episode looked at the steps that I include in my standard operating procedures for cleaning restrooms. In episode two, I looked at customer feedback initiatives and explained why it's essential for operators to seek feedback from their users. I continued that theme in episode three when I was joined by Angelique Deneman from Airvote. Angelique explained how operators can use the Airvote system of smiley face QR codes to gather feedback directly from the restroom user in real time, and as far as I'm aware, that's an absolute first. In episode four, I went out on location and I actually conducted a restroom inspection using a template I designed for an online app. I ran through the template, I scored the restroom, and I shared my views on why it is so important for operators to conduct regular site visits. Roy Baring from Texan Site Services made his first appearance on the show in episode 5 in March and Roy talked about how he'd started Texan, his vision for the company, the challenges he'd faced as a result of the pandemic and how Texan were using the Airvote system and the Sanitrax demonstration modules at the PGA Texas Valero Open. Dave Andres joined me the next week to talk about the availability of those Sanitrax demonstration modules in the US and his experiences working alongside Texan at the PGA. And in episode 7, I was joined by Carlene Koss, the outgoing president of the Portable Sanitation Association. Carlene talked about the impact of COVID on the entire industry and her role in leading the association through what can only be described as an incredibly difficult and busy year. I returned to the operational theme in episode 8 when I talked about how and why the owners and managers of restroom businesses should share and discuss the results of their inspections and customer feedback with their staff. In episode 9, I took a critical look at the supply chain issues that were and still are affecting the industry as a result of the COVID pandemic. And in episode 10, I talked about service intervals and the factors that determine when a portable restroom should be clean. And it's not as simple as you might imagine. Award-winning author Chelsea Wall joined me in episode 11 at the end of April to discuss her book Pipe Dreams, The Global Quest to Transform the Toilet. And I totally recommend that book to listeners. If you haven't read it, you really need to. I started a second mini-series in May, this time dedicated to strategy. Episode 12 looked at the importance of vision and mission statements, and episode 13 examined the importance of value statements. David and Janice Tamar from J-Bar in Texas brought those episodes together in their episode number 14. In episode 15, David Pipkin joined me for the second time to discuss his product Portaclear, and the following week I shared the audio from my live broadcast to the Podcast Collective on Facebook. In episode 17, I discussed restroom branding and I shared my thoughts on how operators should use their restroom cabins as a billboard for their business. In episode 18, I went back to the impact that COVID has had on the industry's ability to supply restrooms to large-scale public events. And I have to say, that trend is continuing even now. I shared my critical analysis of the report on restroom facilities in the construction industry published in British Columbia in episode number 19 and I closed out the season with a look at some of the different options that operators can use to keep track of their units whether they're deployed on sites or held in their yard. After a short break I started season 4 in August with a visit to the Exilu factory in Auckland where I met several members of the team and learned all about the award-winning Exilu permanent toilet installations.
I was joined by Natalie Desenard from Madame P in Paris in episode two and by Billy Joe Hohepa-Ropeha from B-Day in Auckland the following week. I really enjoyed both of those interviews and it was really great to have the opportunity to feature leading women from the wider sanitation industry in those episodes. Paul Turlew from the Paul Turlew Instagram page talked about his passion for restroom photographs in episode four before Dave Andres returned to share his vivid account of the restroom response at Ground Zero on the 20th anniversary of the terror attacks of 9-11. And that has been our most successful episode ever released. Dave's account from the World Trade Centre was a great anchor for episode six and seven where I discussed the role of restroom operators in disaster and emergency response. And in episode number eight, I looked at a range of key performance indicators that operators can use to assess the health and performance of their business. Dylan Timney, the inventor of Bambooloo, joined me in episode nine to talk about composting toilets. And Roy Baring made a second appearance in episode 10 to let us know how things were going after what turned out to be a very busy year. My next miniseries was all about winterisation or how to prepare restrooms for cold weather. Episode 11 set the scene before I was joined by Paul Gervais from ProStitch in number 12. Paul talked about his company's thermally insulated restroom covers. And in episode 13, Denver Preston from KTEC came on to talk about beat heat, an additive that can prevent freezing. Marcel Bicker, the CEO and founder of Sanitrax, our title sponsors, made his first appearance on the show in episode 14. And then Sebastian Ortiz from the International Portable Sanitation Observatory joined me to celebrate World Toilet Day on November the 19th. That led into an interview with Sori Larilla from the Global Dry Toilet Association in Finland, who came on to discuss her work in episode 16 at the end of November. I worked with John Gaddikin at Service Corps for episode 17, which was a live webinar where we discussed ways that operators can improve their efficiency in the face of rising inflation. And I answered questions from a listener about how to start a restaurant business the following week. And in episode 19, I shared a summary of all the episodes I released in seasons 1 and 2 in 2020. That's been a fairly quick rattle through the Get Flush back catalogue for 2021. And although I'm taking a break over Christmas, all of those episodes can be found on our website, getflush.online, and on pretty much any podcast platform or app that you prefer to use. I won't disappear completely over summer, so please get in touch if you'd like to appear on the show next year, or you have any ideas for content that you'd like me to cover in 2022. Even better, leave me a voice message at podinbox.com getflushed, or email pete at getflushed.online. I'd like to close the year by thanking each and every one of my guests for sharing their stories and most importantly, thanking you, the listener, for choosing Get Flushed. I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast this year as much as I've enjoyed making it. I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and I look forward to joining you again in 2022. Thank you for your time. I've been Pete and you've been listening to Get Flushed, the world's favourite sanitation podcast.